Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1090, air date August 3rd, 2022. Good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Today, we're going to have a conversation about uh, another topic in our Food is Medicine series. And it's going to be on, let me bring it up. It's going to be on oats, believe it or not, some things that uh, many of you probably eat um, for breakfast, okay? In fact, it's officially called oat groats, which are the actual seeds that oat groats, uh, oats come from. But that's what we're going to talk about. Um, when we discuss this, as we've done in many of our other food series, which is unique to what we do, is we never want to say this food is bad or good because uh, that's really a reductionist approach. It doesn't really take a systems approach. We're going to take an approach uh, where we apply the science of systems and using the science of systems, which everyone should learn because it really helps people move beyond left and right or pro and anti and see things as they actually are versus seeing things in what we call a reductionist perspective. And we take that approach to everything, right? Whether we're looking at politics, whether you're looking at your body, whether you're looking at food, whether you're looking at anything, you'll notice that's a consistent approach that we take at VA Shiva and our Truth, Freedom and Health movement, which is to look at things, not beyond left or right or pro or anti, but take a systems approach. And when you take a systems approach, um, you have an opportunity to get closer to truth. So when we talk about raw or sprouted oats, which is our food is medicine series every other Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Uh, I think it's Wednesday. What are we at Tuesday? Uh, uh, We will, what is today? (laughs) Let's look at what today is. Um, Today's Wednesday. Yeah. So every other Wednesdays. um, So this Wednesday we'll be doing a food is medicine series. Two weeks from now, we'll be doing another food is medicine series. So we're going to have a schedule now on different kinds of topics we're going to cover. And that schedule is a direct result of all of your feedback because people wanted us to talk about different things. So we have um, uh, Marty uh, John T. Johnson from uh, South Australia. We have Arizona. John, good to have you. Um, uh, Someone said, Jason said, let's work out together. Sure. Um, Great. Good to have you. Hello to you also, Tina Lentz. So um, that's the approach we take here because um, if we take a left or right approach, pro or anti approach, this is why change is always very evanescent, which means it's very temporary because we never go at the deep problems. So our goal in our movement for those who are ready for it, some people aren't ready, they want entertainment all the time, which is fine, that's their choice. Um, But for those of you who are ready to really become leaders, to become agents of change, um, to want to empower yourself to be your own guru, uh, to your own teacher, and to help others, uh, you have to take a systems approach. So that's what, so we take this topic, raw or sprouted oats, that's what we're going to talk about. Now, why do we do that? Because if you go buy any food, in this case, oats, raw, it's in a certain state. And many, there was a whole movement called the raw food movement, which still is around, which says everything is raw is good. Well, it's not really true. Some people have indigestion issues, um, some people have issues with the fact that some of those things can actually harm you, 
Sometimes it is good to have stuff for all. But we're going to talk about the processing of food. You can cook certain foods. You can steam certain foods. You can soak foods before you eat them. You can soak them, soak them typically in water. And then if you let the seed in this case sprout a little bit, which is germinate, um, that has a different nutrient value and different composition. So the key point I'm saying here is that food is an object. When that object goes through some type of systems process, in systems theory, we call that a conversion process. You're adding water and it sprouts germination. You get something that's different than if it was just in the raw state. Okay. So you have to really understand that when you take something in and you say this is bad or this is good, it's a very stupid approach. What state is that in? Think about if someone said you're a good person or a bad person and you forgot the journey that you've been in life. What you were 20 years ago is very different than what you are today. So you may see somebody and, and you may have had a bad experience with them 20 years ago, for example, and you don't know what journey that they've gone through and 20 years later you see them and they may be a completely different person. So the journey matters, the process people went through, same with anything in life, okay? So it's really important to understand when we talk about raw or sprouted oats, when we talk about which is healthier, that's a much more important question than just saying this object is bad or it's good, okay? Um, someone said, I'm not here for entertainment, Tony Murphy, good. All right, so let me um, sort of jump right in then. Uh, we want to begin by inviting all of you to go explore vashiva.com. That's really our core website. You'll, and also VA Shiva TV, you'll get lots and lots of videos you don't get on uh, YouTube. Um, that's one area. The other thing we want to emphasize to people, when we take the systems approach, in our course, we go this through this in detail, but I think it's important to cover it. When we take a systems approach, we intersect truth, freedom, and health, or freedom, health, and truth, or health, truth, and freedom. I don't want to emphasize any one of them. They're all very important. And this approach lets you recognize that if you're really looking to advance yourself, all these three elements have to be in whatever you're observing. And so, um, because without the ability to have freedom, information transfer openly, you can't really use science to get to truth. And when you have freedom and truth, then you really understand what's right for your own physical body's health or anything, economic health, et cetera. And with health, then you have the strength to go fight for freedom and to explore truth. But this is, for example, these are the three principles that emerge out of system science that we present in the course. Um, there's actually about six more other principles. So when we discuss, for example, oat groats, we take the same approach. First, we're gonna talk about the science, the truth. We're also gonna talk about the things that's been uh, uh, there to, suppress the truth, which means um, the study of food, in this case, to support food as medicine. We'll talk about that. The constraints that the system puts on you, who you call MDs. And then we're going to get into the health aspects um, and the nutritional differences you're going to learn between raw and sprouted oats. Again, that's going to be the big takeaway. What is the difference between a raw uh, oat and in a sprouted oat? Now, many traditional cultures, when you deal with seeds and grains, traditional cultures, you typically soaked the seeds, so if it was rice or oats, and then overnight you threw away the water or you sometimes let them sprout and then you steamed them and you processed it. 
So right now there's a big fad on don't eat grains, right? Don't eat carbs. Okay. But it's again, a very reductionist view. People have um, existed on grains for thousands of years, but first of all, they worked very hard physically. So they needed the uh, carbohydrate nutrients, but also they processed it uh, through some type of process, like in this case, germination. Okay. Um, one of the things I want to invite all of you as we discuss this approach is to go to truthfreedomhealth.com. There's a little um, thing going on below. And when you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, you'll get a real appreciation of why you need to take the systems approach. And anyone here can contribute to support that movement. And when you contribute, um, uh, I want to actually support your education. We don't want to take anything for nothing. So you contribute, you get support. Before I go into it, I want to just hopefully inspire you with this short video on my journey to systems and why hope, hopefully it'll inspire you to take a systems approach. Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education, community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to VA Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program, and subsequently at the age of 14, was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science, and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical, paper-based inner office mail system, including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments, into its electronic equivalent, a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30th, 1982, I was awarded the first U.S. copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosol, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper, and safer. And to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India, where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory 
honoring my grandmother to develop your body your system a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food supplements and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state and systems health an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems the science of everything be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth freedom health now is the time for you to be the light learn the science of systems build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth freedom health in your local community welcome to VA Shiva All right, so I hope all of you get encouraged to learn the science of system. It's really the way uh, of the future. We live in a world of complex systems. I hope all of you also take advantage of the Foundations of Systems course. And just to be clear, this is your movement. Um, we want to teach you how to think, not what to think. And when you go up, you can contribute whatever you want. That's what makes all of our science videos possible. And by the way, when you contribute 100 or more, you get 15 different gifts. You get books, you get training, you get to join a community, uh, learn the science, et cetera. So please take advantage of that. This is your movement and uh, we're driven by your support, all the uh, infrastructure that we have. And we wanna thank you. And when you support us, we wanna support your growth. If you give 25 to 99 bucks, you get about six different gifts. And if you can't afford anything, if you don't wanna give anything, that's fine. You get about three different gifts if you become a member. So please take advantage of that. By the way, uh, tomorrow, every Thursday is at 11 a.m and 8 p.m. twice. We have two sessions where you get to directly interact with me. It's called our orientation. You can go to vashiva.com slash orientation and sign up. Um, you don't have to make any commitment. There's absolutely free. So it's really for you. So when we talk about oats, we're going to take the systems approach from the truth standpoint, from the freedom standpoint, and the health standpoint. So let's just jump right in and talk about this. Okay. So first of all, uh, we're going to talk about the science, the truth, and we're going to give you an over overview of oat, oat groats in specific, which is really the seed piece. So what is oat groats? First of all, it's an ancient grain, and it was uh, cultivated, you know, for and it was domesticated for over 4,000 years, nearly 4,500 years in the Fertile Crescent of the Near East, and it belongs to the Pochette's grass. So it's really a grass. When you think about a lot of these grains, it's interesting to think about it. You have this grass that grows and they have little seeds in them. Uh, rice is part of that family too, but oats, are, it's really a grass. And it has a tremendous amount of nutritional value. So let's talk about what is the health benefits of oat growths. And the oat growths affect many different biological systems and they have six biological effects across those systems. So first of all, what are those biological systems that oat groats affect? First of all, they affect heart health, which means you can really use them uh, against arterial sclerosis, very valuable for that. Metabolic health against diabetes and obesity. Digestive health, immune health, the gut microbiome, all those amazing bacteria in your gut, and then skin health, dermatitis, okay? So when you look at that, there's really six subsystems that oats affect, okay? But what are the biological effects they have on them, on those systems? And you'll find out they have the following, antioxidant, which means, remember when your body is running every day, 
just like a machine running, your body generates, uh, you know, and, and, it, and it oxidizes, right? Because it gets, quote unquote, rust. And antioxidants are those things that break up that, quote unquote, rust, essentially anti-aging. Anti-inflammatory, immunomodulatory. What does that mean? It modulates your immune system, okay? Um, and that modulation is very important so your body doesn't overreact. Remember, as I've talked about in a lot of the science videos on immune health, it's not the outside agent that kills us. It's how your system reacts to that. But So if you have a, a, a food like oats, which modulates your immune system, that's good. Anti-atherosclerotic, right? Anti-diabetic, good for the heart, good against diabetes, and anti-cancers, okay? So these are the six biological effects that oats has. So there you go. Now, I want to walk you through what is the current research, right? Remember what we do on our program here and all the research. So what I'm presenting here comes with lots of research that was done, made possible with the community that we're building here for Truth, Freedom, and Health. But in order to support that, we're very, very, uh, have a lot of gratitude for Cytosolve, the engineers and research scientists at Cytosolve, your contributions. Uh, but what we've learned is that, remember, we're, we're not relying on others, academia, to do our research or other uh, nutritional companies. We do original research here. And your support and Cytosolve's effort helps to do that. So when you look at what's out there, you'll find out there's close to 6,000 711 articles. So over 6,700 articles over the last 123 years have been written on oats and over 370 clinical trials, which means a clinical trial is when they test this on human beings. Okay. So quite a bit of work has been done on oats. So what we do is we take all of that research, it takes a lot of effort, but we have the tools to take that research, organize it, curate it. Uh, in this case, we're looking for health benefits. Okay. So that's what we're doing here. And that's Cytosol, which is a platform um, that you can go read about at cytosol.com. And if you go to our main website and you scroll down, you'll find about Cytosol. And we've created the Open Science Institute, which allows us to do this research. We want to use Cytosol with your support and we give this knowledge away, right? Typically, if you go to PubMed or you go to some research, you have to pay hundreds of dollars just to get this research and they keep the research to a few set of people. But because of the support we've gotten from you, we've opened up the Open Science Institute. It's science for the people, by the people. And there's various projects we have going on. One is on cardiovascular health. And again, as I mentioned, if you support that, give whatever you can, you get gifts to support that. Okay. So let's talk about the oat groats and what they're about. First of all, the nutrients in oat groats. So let's talk about the 31 key molecules. So again, we're going to walk through 31 key molecules in oat groats. So remember, food is medicine. That's our series, the food is medicine series. Um, if I, I don't have any, um, if, if you go uh, buy a bottle of Advil, right? Or you take a pharmaceutical drug, um, what is a drug? A drug is 9.9 .9 out of 10 times a single molecule. A molecule is more than just an atom, one atom, but it's multiple atoms connected together. And that's and that creates a compound, okay? A molecule. That compound in pharmaceutical world is a single molecule. But food 
doesn't just have one molecule. Food has a bunch of molecules. So in this, in this part of the talk, we want to talk to you about when we say the nutrients in oat, oat, oat growth, we're talking about, uh, we're really talking about uh, how many different molecules there are. So we're going to talk about the 31 key molecules in uh, oat growth. So we're going to review those 31 key molecules. What are they? Now, at a macronutrient level, before we jump into that, macronutrients are carbohydrates, proteins, and lipids, okay? Three major macronutrients. Carbohydrates, so oats have about 60 grams per 100 grams. But there's also about 8.5 grams of dietary fiber, beta-glucans. There's a lot of research that just, this, this may be very good for sleep, okay, relaxation. We'll do a whole video on that. Proteins, 20 grams per 100 grams. You see... So when people say, oh, uh, grains are just carbs. Well, they're not, okay? It's a combination. So oats, oat groats have not only carbohydrates, they have fiber, but they also have 20 grams of protein. And they also have fats. Look at that, seven grams per 100 grams. So this is sort of a systems view of oats. It's not just this, it's this and this and this, okay? So it's more than just any one thing. The micronutrients are vitamins, minerals, phenolic compounds, and amino acids. So when we, talk, when we add up all the molecules, how do we get to 31? Well, first of all, there's seven key vitamins. Vitamin B2, you can see the amount there. Um, niacin, pantothenic acid, vitamin B6, very, very good for nerves. Vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin E. Each of these vitamins, again, have many, many different powerful effects. But right there, we got seven key vitamins, okay? So you eat oats, you're getting... Um, you know, these vitamins delivered to you in a food matrix, essentially. Five key minerals, calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, zinc, and iron. Again, these are, it's not just elemental calcium. Typically, calcium is bonded to some other component like calcium citrate or magnesium gluconate, okay? And they're typically bonded. But you have, again, five different key minerals. You can look at the amount of phosphorus, 395 milligrams. Okay, zinc, 2.8 milligrams. Magnesium, 118 milligrams. Very, very important for muscles and relaxation. So five key minerals, okay? So we had seven key vitamins, five key minerals. So that's 12 molecules there. Then we have eight key phenolic compounds. The phenolic compounds are very important because um, pharma companies are trying to understand these phenolic compounds and they try to synthesize them. But these phenolic compounds have very powerful effects. So you have beta, tocopherol, alpha, uh, tocotrienol. These are typically in, um, uh, tocopherols are important um, in antioxidant work. Ferulic acid, cumeric acid, p-cumeric acid, vanillin, aventhromide 2C, aventhromide 2P, and aventhromide 2F. These are different molecular structures. So you have eight phenolic compounds, okay? And then we have 11 amino acids, leucine and phenylalanine, two of the 11, but you have histidine, arginine, threonine, tyrosine, valine, methionine, cysteine, isoleucine, and lysine. So when you really think about oats, you can see there's 31 key molecules. So when you are eating oats, food is medicine, you're getting essentially a bunch of vitamins, seven vitamins, you're getting a bunch of phenolic compounds, you're getting a bunch of amino acids, and you're getting minerals. I know it's easy to take a pill um, you know, for vitamins, I'm not saying don't take supplements, but one of the best ways to take supplements is in a food matrix with your food. Um, a lot of, uh, these days, 
you know, when I make shakes and smoothies and those kind, which I think are very valuable, but you shouldn't just drink your smoothies, by the way, you should chew them um, in your mouth. Chew your liquids, believe it or not, okay? Uh, because you want stuff to, uh, digestion to start in your mouth. But you can see when you take oats, you're getting a lot of different components, 31 key molecules. So I hope people understand that. So uh, nutrients and oat groats, 31 different molecules. There you go. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about is, are oat groats right for you? As many of you know, food is medicine, but not all medicine is good for everyone. Okay. And it's really a function of dosage. How much should you take? So in 2010, when I finished my PhD, 2009, I went back to India and I wanted to really take a scientific approach to understand Eastern medicine. And that resulted in me developing a, actually discovering the basis of Eastern medicine, which I put into a course, which I taught at MIT. But then I also created a technology which took us millions of dollars and a lot of research called Your Body, Your System. Your Body, Your System allows you to figure out what's the right food for you or helps you understand how food affects your system. You, you can go to yourbodyyoursystem.com and explore this and you will find out our slogan there is be happy, be you. Find out what's right for you. And how do you find out what's right for you? Well, it begins with understanding the laws of the universe. And one of the important laws of the universe is a concept of movement of information, matter, and energy called transport. Conversion, everything in nature converts things from one form to another and storage or structure. Transport, conversion, and storage, okay? Now, what you find out is in the Eastern system of medicine, they call this vata, pitta, and kapha. In those systems of medicine, they would look at your body and the Eastern medical healers would try to figure out what kind of system you were, where you're a vatha body type, a pitta body type, or kapha. And the problem is most of the Eastern people practice this medicine. They're not able to explain um, this, and therefore people think it's a lot of woo-woo. But what I was able to discover out of my research is, if you look on the left, on your left there, the Eastern systems of medicine and the Western systems of medicine are interconnected by transport, conversion, storage. In fact, this is what freedom, truth, and health are. So anyway, when you take the course, you'll understand this very powerful science. But what we did to make it very accessible to all of you is we took transport is here, conversion is here, and storage is here, and the center is zero, zero, zero. This would mean you have 100%, your, your body's 100% movement-oriented or 100% conversion or 100% storage, structural aspect. And through a series of questions, you can use your body, your system, 30 questions. It'll figure out where your red dot is. Everyone's red dot may vary, okay? And then you can figure out where you're off course. You answer a different set of questions and the black dot is where you are today. You say the red dot is where your body likes to be and the black dot is where you are. And if you bring the red dot, or the black dot, I'm sorry, the red dot, put it simply, because we have to make it simple, to essentially, if you bring back yourself to you, your body starts to function properly. This is why some people do detox. Some people uh, figure out what are the right foods for them, okay? And this tool lets you figure that out, your body, your system. And in fact, it'll actually figure out a menu for you. Obviously, you know, big disclaimer, you should talk to your doctor before using any of these tools and all that kind of stuff. That's a disclaimer. But this tool is an educational tool. It helps you figure out 
how different foods affect the different three forces in your body, okay? So what we did with oats here um, was, oh, by the way, every Fridays, every other Fridays at 7 p.m., um, we teach a course called Your Body, Your System, absolutely free for the public. Go take it. You'll learn how to use a tool. And again, this is another public service brought to you by your wonderful contributions. So you can go to vhshiva.com slash events. Now, what do oats do? Well, it turns out oats stabilize movement, okay, which means they calm you down. They increase the calming factor, which is the storage, and they stabilize conversion, okay? They support digestion. Again, you don't want to eat too much, but this is what oats will do. Now, using the Your Body, Your System tool, one of my friends just took the exam, and it turns out he's here, okay? And then he can, you can go play around with the tool, and his body was off course, the black dots here. And then what he can do is you can go test the tool into there's a thing called My Kitchen. And for example, he added oats here, and you can see what oats do. They increase storage, which means they calm you down. They support, you know, it's got the magnesium in there, right? It's got uh, the beta-glucans in there. But you can really, it's a very powerful tool. Again, those of you who contribute $100 um, or more, you get this tool plus a whole bunch of things. So take advantage of that. But you can see, you can use this tool to understand how food is medicine and what's right for you, okay? Now, is everything good for everyone? Are there any problems? So I would be remiss if I didn't say there's also problems with oats. And there's two issues we need to consider. Again, it's based on dosaging, okay? So again, overconsumption. One is if you eat too much, you're going to get obese, too much carbohydrates. And some people can get bloating, okay? So again, if you have a tendency to put on weight easily, you know, reduce the amount. Um, you know, in the old days, still I think it's a classic technique for bodybuilders, you would eat some protein, and before you worked out, you ate a little bit of oats. Oats gave you a lot of carbs that slow burn, you know, it's the uh, unrefined carbs, and it gives tremendous health. Now, we're going to move down to the question to understand um, which is better, the sprouted or the raw oats. But anyway, the two issues to consider when we talk about overconsumption of oat goats are bloating and obesity. Again, in the systems approach, we don't want to say everything is right or left or perfect or bad, right? We want to talk about, we want to take this holistic approach. So we start using our brains and our minds to find out what the truth is. So that's the truth about overconsumption. Um, so everything I've shared with you so far, the science comes with using the Cytosolve tool. Um, some of you may know Cytosolve has helped us understand all the molecules in oats with your body, your system, we're able to understand what's right for you. But we have been using Cytosolve to help many, many companies mathematically model for example, different types of diseases by molecular effects and find out which molecules work from nature and combine them. And one of that effect resulted in, a, um, in us using Cytosol to actually discover a very powerful way to lower inflammation and pain or discomfort. And we, uh, the tool that we created is um, uh, a product that we created was MV25. So we literally modeled all the molecular pathways of pain and inflammation. In fact, we're right now doing some very interesting testing on oats, on its effects on relaxation. But we, uh, we went through all the different bioflavonoids in the, in the world, and we found two very interesting compounds that have some very profound effects 
on inflammation, and that resulted in us creating MV25. Just want to grab a little glass of water, and I'll, I just want to play this video, which will give you a deep idea of what is MV25, and you may find it beneficial. Millions of people suffer every day from painful discomfort and swelling, but most pain medications come with harsh side effects, and many alternative supplements have little scientific backing. That's why we at Cytosolve created MV25. MV25 was formulated using the Cytosolve Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation is the result of computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions derived from thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers published across four decades by 68 research institutions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. Hi, I'm Barbara Ann. My hands would cramp up so that I couldn't hold cards or knit or crochet and they would go like that. Not have to use this when I played cards with my grandkids and I started taking that MV25. After a bit I was able to hold cards in my hand, very, very little cramping, hardly at all anymore. MV25. Hi, my name is Sandy. I'm a Taekwondo instructor. I tore my ACL during Taekwondo. I had a lot of pain and limited mobility. I've been taking the MV25 for about six months now. After the first week, I noticed a big difference. After the second week, almost literally no pain. My name is Jeremy and I suffer from a lower back problem. Hurt my back at work years ago and I can go to the chiropractor, do all kinds of different things and nothing seems to help and I decided to try MV25. I didn't notice a difference immediately but within a few days the pain went away and it stayed away. I've continued to take it and even when I do things that I shouldn't do it seems to go away a lot quicker than it ever did before. MV25 is certified clean 100% non-GMO made in America and GMP certified for good manufacturing practices. MV25 is Cytosolve optimized which means that this formula has been engineered to maximize benefits while minimizing toxicity based on current research curated by Cytosolve. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. Order online at mv25.life. Consult your doctor before taking any supplement or medication and use as directed. MV25. And if you guys want to know more about MV25, you can go to mv25.life. You can also go right to our website, click on the shop, find the shop item and get it there. Okay. So we also want to talk about now, we've talked about the science. Just want to make a very important point. Some people are making it on the comments. The problem is we started this food as medicine series because, and we're using Cytosolve to really give you guys tools so you can actually go educate your medical doctors. You got to go educate your doctor because the doctors receive, frankly, near zero education on nutrition. So this is what's fascinating. Doctors get very little education on nutrition. The Western medical system is fundamentally good. If you're if you get completely screwed up. The later stages of disease, 
in Eastern systems of medicine, they mark disease by six stages. Let's say you have a little cough or a little sniffle. Well, that's sort of the early stages, right? And then it goes into maybe you see some boil on your skin. And then, I don't know, you see some serious, serious problems. You see some awful thing in your digestive process, right? Then you, gotta, then you go to see a doctor and he says, well, you know, you're at the stage. We got to give you chemotherapy or something. Now, Western medicine typically doesn't detect all those early things, right? It waits until the problem becomes serious. And then they have serious, you know, tools for that. Steroids, antibiotics, surgery because it's sort of a wartime model. Eastern medicine tries to see these things early on, and doctors, frankly, unfortunately, are not trained in that. Say so that they know very little about nutrition. So when we uh, go to this next part, the attack on freedom, is because the doctors take a reductionist approach. And this is why you need to take a systems approach, and this is why we encourage all of you to learn system science. And that's why I have that ticker plane, because I want to try to hammer this into everyone, if, when you learn a systems approach and you become a truth, freedom, and health warrior, you can actually educate the physicians because they're really trained to prescribe medicine but not provide nutritional guidance. And unfortunately, the quote-unquote nutritional experts you see on YouTube and all these guys, they also give conflicting advice because they don't have a training in a systems approach. So one day they'll say fat is good, fat is bad, eat this, eat that. And you'll see even, um, you know, you probably see memes like this where it says, I've spent years studying nutrition medical school. You never see a medical doctor ever say that. In fact, 70% of doctors receive less than 24 hours of nutritional training. And then you have all this lack of uh, clarity. 52% of people say that it's easier for them to do their taxes than to figure out what's right for them, you know? And then you have guys like this who one day say, eat kale, don't eat kale, okay? But they don't put it in context. So. Now we want to wrap up, given that context, on the nutritional differences now between raw and sprouted oat groats, because we want to not go beyond pro or anti to really give you this, this notion that how things are processed, where they're sourced. I know a number of you have been writing, hey, where do these oats come from? These all make a big difference. Okay. So let's talk about this. Okay. So how does sprouting sometimes we call it germination, affect oat growth's nutrition. And there are five key measures, okay? So there's five criteria that we're going to put down here to measure the difference between raw oats. You know, you get oats, and some people sometimes put yogurt and eat oats. Some people cook it a little bit and they eat it. And the sprouted, where you take the oats, you soak it in water, and you may take, dump out the water and you put it like in a cloth and you let it sprout a little bit, okay? So we're gonna talk about that. That's what sprouting is. So what are the five key measures? How does sprouting, sprouting affect oat growth's nutrition? So these are the five measures. How much phytic acid, you may wanna write this down. Uh, how much phytic acid does the oats have? Oh, thanks, Mary. I love the way Dr. Sheep explains nutrition. Good, that's our goal. We wanna educate all of you so you can learn, teach, and serve. So I hope you take this knowledge and teach others. So um, phytic acid. Phytic acid is important because you see plants, all plants produce phytic acid. Why? Remember a plant, by the way, plants have more genes than we do. What are plants trying to do? Plants are trying to survive like we're trying to survive. So they produce all these chemicals to protect them from bugs. And 
when we consume that, we have to be careful. Some of those things are good for us. They're anti-cancerous. You consume too much of them, they block mineral uptake within your own body, okay? And when you can't uptake minerals, you're going to get deficient. This is why you'll find many vegans and vegetarians, um, if they don't do vegetarianism properly, they get depleted off minerals. Again, not good or bad. It's how you do stuff. So phytic acid, the amount of phytic acid is one measure of, we're going to use that, minerals. Digestive enzymes, very, very important. Why are digestive enzymes important? Because when you eat food, if you have enzymes in them, they help you digest it better. The number of amino acids and avenantramides. Okay, we're going to talk about this. These five things are going to be the measures of difference between oats that are cooked, processed, you know, or I'm sorry, raw versus sprouted. Sorry, it's raw versus sprouted. First of all, phytic acid. Look at that. Raw oats have three times more phytic acid than germinated oats. Germinated sprouted oats have about one third, right? So germinated oat groats have 67% low phytic acid, a molecule that blocks mineral uptakes than that of raw oat groats. Again, we've talked about this before. So you can see right there, it's not oats are good or bad, but if you soak them and you sprout them a couple of days, you throw out the water and let them sprout, okay? Now you get something that has less of that bad, quote unquote, bad stuff, phytic acid. Bad, I put it in double quotes because plants, for plants, it's good, okay? So that's one measure. You can see that difference right there, okay? The next measure is minerals. Look at the mineral difference here. You'll see when it comes to calcium, germinated oats have about 1.1 to 1.2 times more calcium, magnesium, okay? phosphorus, zinc, and iron, okay? In all of these, okay? So you can see across all of these, germinated oats have about 10% to 20% more uh, magnesium, calcium, phosphorus, iron, and zinc, okay? Another important value of sprouting. The next one is digestive enzymes. Amylase and beta amylase. Now, why are digestive enzymes good? Look, if you eat food, okay? You eat something into your stomach, it goes down your esophagus, hits your stomach, and then when it goes into your small intestines, your body starts trying to burn that food up. It burns that up using enzymes. Now, if the food itself has enzymes, what does that mean? Your body has to put less enzymes out and you're essentially getting some level of pre-digestion. This is why fermented foods have certain value because they're pre-digested. Um, Sometimes it's valuable to take some enzymes. But if you find food that is loaded with enzymes, it's key. Enzymes are one of the important keys to health. If you look here, look at this. Alpha amylase germinated has, look at the amount of enzymes that you released by sprouting six times, okay? And beta amylase, there's nearly 4.5 times. So both digestive enzyme activity increased after sprouting. Amylase digests the carbohydrates. So this is pretty cool. So the reason people have issues with bloating is because they're trying to eat this in a raw state. But when you soak it, the oats now release more amylase, which helps you digest. Same thing with beta amylase, okay? So very, very valuable that you have the carbs, 
but then you have the ability to burn them up and get more nutrients out of them, okay? And you know, my own practices in the morning, I will take a little bit of oats the night before, soak them in water overnight, so it's about 12 hours. In the morning you get up, you wash them, right? So you get off any of the gluten and now you have the oats that you can lightly cook. In fact, it cooks better if you want to do it that way, but you have more nutrients. So I get the best of both worlds, you know, warmth and then some um, the best in actually sprouting them or soaking them, right? So there you go, more digestive enzymes. Free form amino acids. Look at this, GABA. Oats have 10.5, 10.5. It went from 0.54 here, okay, to 5.98. So you have... 10.5 times more amino acids, okay? 10.5 times more amino acids, I mean, uh, GABA, okay? Overall, you have about 1.1 to 10.5. Cysteine, 3.3 times, there's cysteine, okay? 0.09 to 0.3. Histidine, 1.8. These are some of the big ones, okay? The increase. But overall, you have 10% to as much as a thousand percent more, or a hundred, uh, yeah, a thousand percent more. Okay, so just think about that. All right, you get more bang for your buck when you all you did was you took the oats and you soaked them and you sprouted them. You didn't cook it; no heat was used, but just the process of sprouting. Again, many traditional cultures always did this. So again, when all of these food experts say grains are bad, well, how are you eating them? So you got to ask these fools what they're talking about. So this is why this good versus bad is as bad as left versus right, pro versus anti. Um, these people really aren't taking a systems approach. Okay. Next is anthramides. What are they? anthramides are the phenolic compounds that almost exist exclusively in oats. Okay. And they're the things that lower the risk of arterial sclerosis. So think about that. So if you want to lower the risk of arteriosclerosis, you consume of anthramides, which are only in oats. It's almost like a drug. When you sprout, this is why people are saying oats help um, the heart. But look what happens. When you soak them, you get anywhere between 10% to 90% um, more of anthramides, okay? So, and there's three types of anthramides, 2C, 2P, and 2F. And the amount of, anth of anthramides increases from, in this case, 10% here, all the way up to 90% here, okay? So um, someone also said, yeah, Glenn says GABA also helps the nerves. Yeah, this is why some of the research we'll share later, the oats, there's more and more research showing that it can actually calm your nerves because of that GABA. So think about what GABA does when, when you soak it, okay? You may note, you know, some people will eat a little bit of oats before they go to sleep. Gives them a nice restful sleep, okay? So that's because of that GABA effect. So there you go, okay? So just in review, we have more, less phytic acid. That's a good thing. We have more minerals, 10 to 20% more minerals, all the way from 4.5 to six times more digestive enzymes in the germinated uh, uh, sprouted oats. And we have anywhere from 10% to 1,000% more of the free-form amino acids. And you can look at 10% to 90% more of the anthramides, which are very, very valuable for um, supporting 
uh, the process of lowering arterial sclerosis. Okay, there you go. All right, how much should you have? Okay, many of you always write to me and say, how much Dr. Shiva should we consume? Well, how much should you have? Now again, because of Cytosol and because of your support and your contributions, we're able to use this to really look at the research and find out what the current science says. And this could vary, okay? What does the current science say? Well, the current science says for lowering cholesterol, about nine grams of oats, uh, uh, oats beta-glucan. So you can actually get beta-glucan, okay? So beta-glucan, how much you get? In one serving of oats, you get about 2.5 grams. So one serving of oats equals uh, 46 grams, which is about a quarter of a cup. So if you want, so think about, you know, uh, nine, nine grams, you'd have to eat roughly about a cup of oats, okay? Because that's four times, okay? So if you eat a, a big cup of oats, which is about four servings, you're going to get the beta-glucan you need, okay? Uh, oat grows for glucose control, about four grams. So that means if you eat about, you know, you know, uh, what is that? About a half a cup, okay, of oats you're going to get to support glucose control. Oat groats for psoriasis and dermatitis, about, you can take colloidal oatmeal, believe it or not. That's from Matheson. And you can look that up, colloidal oatmeal. And 5% of that will help, you know, atopic, which means on the skin, okay? This is why some people in some cultures would do these oat baths, okay? Take oats and, you know, bathe in them, believe it or not. So, very, very valuable for psoriasis and atopic dermatitis. But we added this little box here because many of you are asking, well, how much is that to consume? So again, one serving of oats is about 46 grams a quarter cup. In a quarter cup, you get 2.5 grams of beta-glucan. So for cholesterol, you're looking at about, you know, three quarters of a cup, okay? To a cup. There you go. So that's how much oat growth will support you in terms of... Um, let's say lowering cholesterol, glucose control, or atopic psoriasis. And finally, let's conclude, okay? What are research, by the way, we did a research report on this and this research was supported. And um, we also had a very interesting, uh, a, a women owned company, which was actually creating food bars, which sprouted oats and they supported our research also. And in summary, this is what our research summarized. Sprouted oat groats contain 67% less phytic acid. Sprouted oat groats have 4.5 to six times more digestive enzymes. Sprouted oats contain amino acid availability increase from 1.1 to 10.5 times. Sprouted oats contain 1.1 to 1.2 times more minerals. And sprouted oat groats have 1.1 to 1.9 or 90% more of anthermides. So bottom line, is less is more. So everything I said for the cup, that was for the raw cooked. So, but if you sprout them and do it, think about you get a better bang for your buck, okay? Camille says, thank you, Dr. Shiva, for sharing your wisdom. You're welcome. So I can't um, overemphasize that what also matters here is the sourcing. Where should you get it? Are all oat groats good? As many of you know, I really, uh, if you can get it, and you can make the extra, spend a little bit for your body, organic versus conventional. Bottom line is organic oats are preferred because they contain, most of the conventional oats contain glyphosate, the Roundup, which is an herbicide that has been linked to cancer. 
Now, the organic oat coats contain five times lower mycotoxin than the conventional oats, which is really, you know, a fungus, okay? And organic farming produces healthier produce free of pesticides. Remember, when things go in the organic model and they're able to survive, the plants are actually stronger. When you have to protect them all the time, they're actually weaker, okay? So think about it. You're in a harsher environment. The thing that survives is going to be the stronger one um, that can fight off even these fungi. The things that have to be always cradled and supported uh, like a baby by, and that's what you do when you give them these uh, a roundup, is that they're going to essentially be weaker plants. All right. And then finally, I want to share with you also, as many of you know, um, back in 2013, we started a label called Certified Raw and Certified Clean. If you go to Whole Foods, if you go to Amazon, you'll see this label. It was our movement which created that label. It's on some of the highest quality products where we look at the safety of the products. Not only are they organic and GMO, non-GMO, are they minimally processed and the bioavailability of ingredients. We use a multi-systems approach to give that very powerful label. So um, you want to look for uh, things with that label if you can, but definitely organic. So in summary, oat groats are an excellent source of essential nutrients. Nutrients in oat groats provide numerous benefits, heart health, cardio protection, skin protection, metabolic health, improved digestion. Sprouted oat groats enhance their nutritional benefits because harmful chemicals like phytic acid are lower in sprouted oat groats. The phenolic compounds, which are the good ones, like the evanthranthramides, which, you know, lower arterial sclerosis are higher in oat groats, and the digestive enzymes are also higher. So there you go. Let me look at some of the comments. I hope this is valuable for all of you. And again, the key here is we want to take a systems approach, right? We want to don't want to take a reductionist approach. Even in this discussion, we've exposed sort of the attack on freedom, where people don't talk about nutrition in the medical community, really. We've talked about the truth, the science, and we've talked about the health benefits, okay? Um, and I hope all of you, um, thank you for the kind comments, but our goal is to make all of you geniuses, all of you become your own gurus. And the way you get there is taking a systems approach. And I want to welcome all of you to go to truthfreedomhealth.com. When you go there, you'll find out that we have made it easy for all of you um, to become a truth, freedom, and health warrior where you actually learn the science of systems. You join a community. It's all included. You get, you contribute, you get many, many gifts, okay? You support us, we give you back gifts. We already give you a lot of value, hopefully, through these videos, but your contributions make our research possible. But when you contribute, we don't want to just take money from you. We want to support your growth. So if you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, um, you'll see, let me go there right now. So to hopefully support or, uh, you know, incentivize you guys. If you go to truthfreedomhealth.com, up oh, here we go. Um, and you go to that website, let me go there. And you scroll down, you'll see a big contribute button. And it says your contribution, small or large, empower you with the VA Shiva platform with the educational curricula to learn system science, okay? And, and you get social media tools that's independent of big tech and you get a lot of activism tools, but contribute. If you contribute a hundred more, you get all these different gifts. You get about 15 different gifts. If you, if you contribute 25 to 99, you still get all of these other gifts, including your body, your system, books, et cetera. 
And if you don't have any money, that's fine. You can just become a member. And even there, we're pretty generous. We give you about three different gifts so you can get started on your journey to system. So take advantage of all of this and take advantage of the Foundation Systems Program. And um, Sandy Garifano saying, Truth, Freedom, Health. Um, yep, join, the, come to the orientation. Uh, someone is saying, I'm thinking of uh, speaking, spreading oat goats and then eating them. Yeah, my, one of my recommendations is, I believe in the middle path. I believe soaking grains, soaking your seeds, even if you soak them, if you don't have time to sprout them, soak them overnight, right? Throw out the water, you'll eliminate a significant amount of the phytic acid and slightly steam them. Um, we'll do a whole series on nuts, but for example, in India, there's a very interesting dish. I'll, maybe I should do a cooking show on this if you guys want, called Idlis, I-D-L-I, where you take rice grain, you soak it, you ferment it, and then you steam it, you grind it, and, you, and it's the most amazing food because it's got protein it's and it's fermented. Um, it's the food that's been around for thousands of years. So if you guys want that, maybe we'll do a cooking show on Saturdays or something. But I'd love to teach you guys that the preparation of food is very, very important. You know, how you make things is really, really important for your health. And there's very simple things that you can do. Everyone's saying yes. Yeah. So um, we'll do a cooking show. You know, maybe uh, uh, we'll do a small cookbook that can help you. Very simple foods that you can make very rapidly, but they take ancient wisdom that can help you. But our goal is to go beyond left and right, right? Beyond pro and anti. So I can't emphasize to all of you, please support yourself. Become a truth, freedom and health warrior. Contribute. You can contribute, by the way, time. You, you know, you can reach out to us. Uh, become a member. It doesn't cost you anything, right? But we want you to consider this as a part of your movement, okay? Uh, someone said, I need to heal in order to join. Great. Um, yeah, someone else said, sorry, there's consciousness, intent aspect of the cooking process too, the care. Exactly. Very, very important, Glenn. Um, great. So as I end, um, I always like to either at the beginning, I'll play the anthem video. So the anthem video will give you sort of the overview of truth, freedom, and health and why all of you should become part of the movement. I'm just going to play the video, then I'll come back and I'll make the announcement of the orientation we have to remind you. But I, I'll be right back after this uh, quick video. Here we go. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. Mm -hmm. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media. We need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. 
So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders. Oh, he said something. Or Robert Kennedy. Scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation. It's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done, and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own, quote unquote, people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com, and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics, and I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast, and within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms-up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com.
All right, everyone. I hope that inspires all of you uh, in a very uh, positive way to uh, join the movement. Uh, do it for yourself. Uh, don't do it for me. Don't do it for anyone else. Do it for yourself because the goal here is to raise your consciousness. Every Thursdays, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., you're all welcome uh, to interact with me directly. We spend sometimes two to three hours with people from all over the world at 11 a.m. Thursday, this Thursday, or 8 p.m., which is tomorrow. Just go to vashiva.com slash orientation and just register. And uh, you get a chance to interact not only with me, but you get a chance to meet a whole bunch of other people, amazing people from all over the world who are all committed to truth, freedom, health. Truth, freedom, health is a scientific framework. It's a community. It's a movement. Uh, it's all those things. So I hope you take advantage of that. Um, and it, once again, thank you. Go to truthfromhealth.com, contribute, support uh, our science, the movement, and the community. Thank you, everyone. Be well, be the light. Thank you. Mm -hmm.